Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric and Chad here at Moss Pawn and Gun, and we got another gun gripe episode uh, today for you. Today's episode is going to be called Good Intentions. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is something we kind of chatted about briefly earlier and thinking, like, well, dang, that'd make a good gun gripe. And good intentions, all right, basically what, what this means is someone, and, and of course, this is related to firearms. Mm-hmm. So someone who wants to do the right thing, who has good intentions, but poor then, execution. But poor execution. So with every plan that you develop, whether it's a, a military maneuver or whether it's uh, just going down the road to go get groceries and then come home, everything has a planning stage and then a preparation stage and then execution stage. All of these things, there's a, a process to making decisions that are important uh, and decisions that are just involve your everyday life. Yep. So what we're referring to is uh, things that, that happen, like, for instance, over here in DeKalb County, you know, we're here in uh, Jonesboro, Georgia right now. DeKalb County is just right down the road. Well, you know, the police have a really bad uh, habit of doing no-knock warrants. And they had a no-knock warrant over in DeKalb County, and a bunch of cops and a property owner got the crap shot out of each other because cops knocked on the wrong door, they, no, and they didn't have the right preparation. No, they just... No, no. Broke right in the dang place. It's even worse than that. They had no address. They had a description yeah. of the home. So they basically, you know, they didn't ha- even have to kick like, in oh, the door. Like, oh, yeah, white picket fence and no. blue blue windows. Was, yeah, that's this yeah. place. But anyways, they, they went through an open door in the back. and They didn't announce themselves. Yeah. And it was the wrong house by three doors down and across the street from the proper house. And they shot the dog. And they shot the homeowner, and one of them even shot one of the other cops that was involved in the raid. Again, guys, good intentions. All right, the perp that those cops were probably called on probably deserved to get broke in on and, and have a warrant served or whatever. But again, guys, good intentions, bad outcome. I mean, poor you, you, execution. Very, very poor bad execution. Outcome. And the reason we're bringing all this up is that being a gun owner is like that. You, you. When you introduce a firearm into a situation, there's only really one of two ways that it can go down. It's the fight complex or the flight complex. Mm -hmm. Either someone's going to run away and separate themselves from the perceived aggression, or they're going to meet that aggression with more aggression, and it's going to create a clash. Mm -hmm. And that's why you talk about Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law is that if it can go wrong, it It will. will go wrong. It will go wrong, and no amount of planning... Uh, will prevent something from going wrong. That's when you say, yeah, that's it, Murphy's Law, at it again. Mm. So, guys, that's how combat is. You know, if you're going out on patrol, you're doing something, all right, we know, we, we gather intelligence, and we go, all right, we're going we're gonna to make this maneuver. We're going to, you know, take this objective. We're going to do something, and we're going to gather intelligence. We're going to come up with a battle plan. We're going to get together and talk about how we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to try to stick to the plan, but things rarely go according to plan. And I guess that's the whole point of the video is that um, these police officers thought they were doing the right thing and they were not. Now it's 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 they kinda just hard. Thought they were. It's hard on both sides. I'm okay, so so I'm a homeowner. All right. I'm at home, my wife's at home, my kids are at home, my dog's at home. All right. And uh, you know, my door gets broken in. My dog's barking like crazy. Yeah, and, and let's say it's eleven o'clock in the yeah. evening and you're okay. halfway through a glass of scotch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hell, a lot of times my wife and I are still up around 11 o'clock because, you know, we put the kids to bed and then, you know, we're just hanging out because it's about the only time we get. But, yeah, yeah. you know, somebody breaks in my door, my dog is sitting out, he's going to go crazy 
you know, and try to figure out what the heck is going on. I, I carry my gun on me all the time, even at the house. The only time my gun comes off is when I go to bed and it sits right on my nightstand. Yeah. yeah, and I've got other ones around the house that I can grab pretty quick. And you have to assume that if someone's willing to kick your door in, that they're it, probably they're, a threat. They're, they're posing a threat. And right. okay, so so I send some rounds downrange when when some guy co uh, comes around the corner, and I, I can see the muzzle of a gun or something sticking out from a doorway that he's coming around. Uh, how do I know that's a cop or not? I mean, if they don't announce themselves, I mean, hell, they could have the wrong house. They might be going down the street to to go grab somebody. Yeah. If they come to my house, they're going to be met with aggression. I can guarantee it. You well, know, yeah, and, but I mean, the bottom line is you don't know who that person is if they, they don't, don't identify know themselves. You know, right. And the cops don't either. That's that's my point. You know, I don't know who who's breaking in my house, yeah. if it's a cop or if it's a, a, a criminal just coming to rob me or rape my wife or whatever. I have no idea. Right. And they don't either. They think they're at the right house, so they're going to meet me with deadly force as well. Perhaps. Even if you don't. You know, that's the bad and, part about it. So. I mean, there's been so many incidents of that, and, and it's given, you know, Law enforcement a really bad rap, and it should because it is, it, it is a very dangerous situation. Yeah, you know? no knock warrants are a bad idea. No one has the right. I I can't just go kick my neighbor's door in just because I think that there might be something. You know, okay, I think my neighbor might be doing something unsavory oh, or otherwise. You no, no, no. Yeah. you're not working in an official capacity though. Yeah. You know, law enforcement is Bull. working in an official capacity. Bull. You know, and I don't get me wrong. I support law enforcement. You know, tried and true, but. You know, literally, pardon my French, shit like this just pisses me off. You know, it does. It's just, well, it, it's, it's a bad thing because it's, it's good guys shooting other good guys, and yep. it shouldn't be that way. The bad guys should get, get waxed, all not right, the good so, guys. So you got the no-not warrants. You but, got the no-not warrants. Right, so that, that's also, a good example of good intentions that go the wrong way. So sometimes good intentions are exactly that. They're intentions. You're trying to do the right thing, but the world just goes to pot and sometimes you just end up doing the wrong yep. thing. So and then everybody gets wound up picking up the pieces trying to figure gets out what's going up, on exactly. and then so it goes to court if and you're people gonna, are dead. For I mean, instance, here's another example of good intentions. You know, we did uh, a video uh, not horribly long ago called Open Carry mm -hmm. and we were talking about just different things about Open Carry, things we agreed with, things we didn't agree with. Well, it turns out they were going through this really difficult time in Texas trying mm -hmm. to get Open Carry and Constitutional Carry uh, brought in in Texas, okay? Mm. They wanted to have open carry, okay? Why wouldn't they? And open carry at that point was not allowed well, in Texas. And at the time, too, we weren't really aware of what was going on we in weren't. Texas and, you know, the movements that were going on, but it was brought to our attention. So the, the bottom line, though, again, good intentions, okay? Someone who carries a firearm in their everyday life, probably, if they're a regular law-abiding citizen, which most of them are, most, probably 99.999% of them are good people. Mm -hmm. They have good intentions. Of course they don't want to drop their gun out of a cra crappy holster and hit the concrete and go off and hurt someone. So that happens. That has happened before. Mm -hmm. they, they don't want to unsafely, you know, un unholster their gun and show it to a buddy and then dis have an accidental discharge, negligent discharge. So, guys, even open carry, whether you're, you carry concealed or whether you carry open, uh, your intentions might be good, but make sure that the execution and the attention to detail in that execution matches your your level of responsibility and make sure that you're always doing the safe and proper well, thing. And like we've talked about before, there's a lot of states around the, the country here that do allow concealed carry. And a lot of states have basically a shall issue law where there's no training involved. You know, and I'm sorry, be. but... It, even if, you know, like Georgia here, you know, we can just go to the probate court, pay our money, apply for the permit, 
comes in the mail a couple weeks later, whatever. All right, so does that, you know, just automatically give you everything that you need to carry a gun concealed in public for self-defense? Hell no, it doesn't. You still need to know, you know what you're dealing with. You haven't been in the range in two years. You think you can just, you know, draw your gun out of a holster and hit a target, you know, coming at you under a stressful situation? Hell no, you don't. You right. need some training. Even if it's, you know, reading and maybe watching some good videos by people like, you know, Pincus, okay? I mean, just really, really good professional yep. trainers out there. I mean, Jim Jager's got some good stuff out there. You and know, uh, Vickers, Larry you know, Vickers. Just imitate that, you know, just work on it yourself, even if, you know, that's all you can do. You can't afford, you know, a $100 class or $200 class or whatever, but, you know, your, your goal should be to better yourself for that purpose, you know, for that intention. There, there's a few reasons for that. One is to increase your, your chance of survivability. Uh, think about it. If you, what if you're going up against somebody who's had a lot of training? All right, well, then that person probably is going to have an edge on you and, <laughs> yeah. and you're not going to win. So, obviously, we as human beings want to, we're competitive by nature. And part of that competition, guess what, guys, is life. Yep. You don't want to meet an untimely death at the hand of some rogue criminal, right? You want to put him in his damn grave and make well, him pay. Well, I mean, you know? all right, just give you guys a quick example. You know, this, this is still kind of on the same subject, but, I, you know, I've been doing a lot of Instagram lately and whatnot and just trying to, you know, post a lot on there and just post a lot of stuff for the channel and just kind of get people interested more. But I found a, uh, a really cool channel on there uh, or a page called True Exodus. And it's a, uh, he's a minister, okay? And he, uh, he carries and he trains, you know, to protect not only his family but also his congregation. He's got a small congregation, I think. I don't remember if it was Tennessee or Kentucky, wherever, but, you know. Don't think there aren't people in church. But that guy, <laughs> I mean, that guy... I mean, he, he knows what he's doing, and he's, you know, he, he trains all the time. You see videos of him just drawn out of the holster and just doing dry fire drills. That's all it takes. Just get accustomed to your gun. But, you know, I, I firmly support what he's doing. There's a lot of people out there that don't agree with guns in church, but I'm sorry, I carry every Sunday. Well, I mean, know, and you know, it doesn't matter if it's church or any everyday situation, but the bottom line is that guns need to be present where you're present. Yep. I mean, why would I put myself in a situation where I would want but, to disarm myself just to be a part of, of a given thing? Why, why would I do that? I really admire what he's doing, and he's, you know, engaged in the community. He does training classes, and, you know, all this growth has just been, been put upon him, you know, yep. and... People like that are a, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, you know, they're, they're a good blessing to the community. You know, no. they really are. Well, I'll tell I mean, you, here's, here's where training really comes full circle, okay? Whether it's to protect your congregation, if you're a church person or whatever, or everyday life. Training, that was just an example. You yeah, know, and that's but. a good example. Training allows you to react to Murphy's Law. Mm -hmm. When Murphy's Law comes, it's there. And it's like, hey, guess what? Here I am. What are you going to do? So the training allows you to react to any situation that might be given to you so that you can take those good intentions that, okay, you want to carry every day, you want to be a responsible, contributing member of society, you want to carry your firearm. If there's some trouble, you want to meet that trouble and you want to deal with it. Okay, good. That's a good intention. But sometimes good intentions don't always equate to the training level of that person being able to react to a given situation. Okay, Murphy's Law is just nailing you with spitballs. You know, and you're just, ah, ah, and, and, you know, you're having to react to something if you're not trained properly or if you just haven't, you know, get getting that, that disposition of training level mm -hmm. or the, the, the training level you need. Okay, think about it. Uh, what about one-arm drills where you might, you might be hurt? You might not have 
an arm that's usable and you have to use one hand to load your gun and, and all that. They have so chamber around there, There's yours. a lot of things that are training related that, that may not necessarily be related to this specific you know concept of this video, but good intentions are exactly that. I mean, for instance, there was a... Uh, 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 what was it? A photo or a news story? Where, all right, well, where a three percenter. All right, Tell so about that. all right, so all right. Given the the recent you know shootings and whatnot that have been going on, there was um, the recruitment center shooting uh, recently you know, within the past few months, and uh, mm -hmm. you know servicemen were killed. All right, and all across the country, there were you know three percenters or just people with good intentions going and standing guard at these facilities because you know the servicemen weren't allowed to carry in the facilities. And their, yeah. their whole attitude, which is a very positive and American attitude, is, well, I want my service members protected. If it means that me and my buddies have to stand out here with AR-15s, you let some jack leg come and mess with them, we're going to deal with it. Right, it's that just, is a good intention. It's just, like, you okay. know, it's just like what happened in Ferguson, you know, all the rioting, looting, and everything that was going on. There were people that were armed, you know, and these are just private citizens trying to protect their businesses or just people in the community coming forward to try to protect their community each other. in general and protect each other. You know, they're just not going to stand for that kind of activity going on. Well, I, I saw a photo, I think on Instagram or Facebook, one of uh, a fella, you know, standing outside of a recruitment center and uh, I mean, he's wearing shorts and a bright yellow or like a like a fuchsia green T-shirt, and he's carrying what appears to be an illegal AOW, which was an AR pistol with a Sig brace on it with a forward grip and not vertical grip. Yeah, a, a, well, a vertical grip. Yeah, you can have an AFG, but you know, vertical grip is a big no-no. Right. But the biggest thing, no sights on the gun whatsoever. No way of aiming the gun accurately. Okay, I mean, yep. so good intentions, yeah. Okay, intentions. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in front of this recruitment center and I'm going to protect, you know, the people to protect me. All right, that's fine. Can you though? Poor execution, piss right. poor execution. Look, guys, here's the thing: you're gonna put yourself in that situation. I mean, that's good intentions. The guy meant well. Okay, and I can certainly appreciate that. Okay, if you are going to have intentions have a way to back it up and execute it. If you're going to look mean, you're going to look the part, and you're going to be like, look, I am here to meet any aggression that these recruiters are going to go through, and I, I, will, I will give my life if I have to to protect these people, to, sh to make a point. Yep. If you're going to walk the walk, if you're going to talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. And guys, you know, think a little bit before you set out the door to go, I mean, because those good intentions, great, they're intentions. But what if, okay, let's just hypothetically here, what if somebody said, okay, that guy wants to be a hard ass, guess what, I got my AK-47 here, I'm going to go and shoot the place up, see how big and bad he is now. Well, guess what, now there's Murphy's Law spitballing you out of an AK-47, what are you going to do, what are you going to do, you don't have a, a gun with any sights on it, you've Look. got to be able to... to, to to actually play the part. Yeah, I mean, you can't go play soldier and be a soldier. You you've got to be able to back up what you're claiming yeah. that you can do. The, I mean, the thing is, most you know, people, you know, who saw that image, they probably didn't know what the hell was going on with. They just thought, oh, that guy's he's protecting that building. That's great. And he you know, is wonderful. And he is. But any just any gun owner out there just sees that and they just yes. I mean, because you know. You, you know, sure, you don't judge a book by your cover, but people do. People and, do, you know, though. That's just it, yeah. And when you see something like that going on, it just it looks bad for the entire community. And you look, know, we're, and we're, we're definitely not saying that, that somebody should not 
be supportive of their recruiters, of their police. And I've said it in previous videos. I just said it in another country. We just made it. I'll say it again. That if a police be officer smart needs, about yourself. Be smart I about mean. yourself. But look, if a police officer needs help and I've got a way to help and I feel like I'm going to be able to do it in a way that's not depriving someone of their, of their liberty and I'm not doing anything illegal, believe me, I, I will go to work if I have to to protect the people that protect me. And the folks in, in, in uniform deserve respect. You don't have to respect the, the, their, their goals, what they do, the government that's, that gives them their orders, but you have to respect the man behind the uniform. And, you know, and, and that's the bottom line. You don't have to like them. Well, but you have to respect the thing too. Respect you know, them. given a situation like that, you know, you got to be very careful as a private citizen in just normal clothing. Might I be mean, taken the wrong know, way again. I mean, good intentions turns right around yeah, I mean, on you. <laughs> you know, you go, you, you're running up at a cop, you know, trying to help him out or whatever. He or, don't you know, know you're he helping. He doesn't know you're helping, and right. he, you know, I mean, bad things can happen. But so. it, it's one of those things where, I mean, like, what do you do? You know, you, you've mean, got to be able to assess and react to a situation quickly and make the right decision and apply the proper tactics to get the job done without killing yourself or someone around you that don't yeah. need to be killed. And that's the bottom line now. Well, well look, and two, uh, I just thought of another thing. You know, there, there are instances, I mean, one in particular I can think of, of good intentions, but not, not necessarily poor execution. It was very well executed, but the, the, the general like, consensus of the community and whatnot was against you know, the people that were trying to help. I mean, you know, like the three percenters that went to Ferguson and they were sitting on rooftops, you know, just kind of keeping an eye on things. Local law enforcement didn't like that. You know, a lot of people around the area didn't I don't know like why. that. I don't know why if, either. If I, mean, I, if I was the boots on the ground and I knew that there was people that were armed and watching my back, I'd be like, more power to yeah, you. Yeah, go right ahead. But, you know, they, they pretty much ran them out. And, you know, they left. They said, okay, fine. We'll leave, but then. But they made it clear they didn't want the help, and then yeah. the three percenters said, "Fine, okay." Yeah, but then all the crap just kept on going on. It had kind of dissipated for a little while, and then it just went back up. Oh, them people are gone. Oh, heck yeah! Let's get back to work. Back to work. I mean, back to the same old crap. You know, uh, yeah. it's a slippery slope, guys. So the bottom line, what we're kind of wanting to push forth in this video is just be mindful of things that are going on. Be mindful of your preparations. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's slippery, but but don't ever brandish a firearm or or point a firearm at something that you don't intend to destroy. Yep. Guys, if it comes down to a point where something's bad enough in your daily life that you have to draw a firearm and use it for whatever reason, then you're drawing it to use it. You well, don't point a gun at someone. It's not Hollywood. You don't shoot people in the leg. Yeah. You don't do all that mess. That's Hollywood crap. Well, You only deploy a firearm if you absolutely think that your life is about to end and, a, and the only way to protect your life is to stop the aggression. Look, you're not shooting a person, when, you're stopping the aggression. When we do these videos, I always think of like little things that I've seen on social yeah. media and whatnot. Social media is a powerful, powerful tool, mm -hmm. you know, for us and against us. You know, there there was a speaking of brandishing, there was a little video that I saw, you know, out there of a, a guy walking his dog or whatever and uh, a guy was sitting in a car or whatever and he like yelled at him or something like that and he turned and he brandished his firearm he lifted his shirt up and showed his carry piece to the guy he was like hey that's whoa. threatening too i mean you know i mean okay so a guy yells at you okay well assess the threat i mean what are you gonna do you're, you're showing your gun like hey you know yo hey uh-huh check this out uh-huh don't yell at me again that's not really the right reaction no it's know, not but it's very immature to do that 
So here, I'll just leave us with this thought when it comes to the police and the way that they assess the situation. And, and if you're a policeman and you're watching this channel, I hope that you'll give us some thoughts. Like, what should the average gun owner do? Leave that below. I want to know what you think. If, if we see you in, involved in some scary shootout and we think that your life is Hell, in danger. You know, there's four or five is it guys. O- is it okay for yeah. us to help you? I mean, <laughs> and think about it like this. If you're a policeman and you're watching this video, you can only reasonably expect that the populace is going to look to you for the answers, and they're going to do what you do. <laughs> so if, if it's a zombie apocalypse, and there's two burning police cars, and two that aren't burning, and there's men with shotguns <laughs> shooting zombies, then I'm going to assume that it's okay for me to get beside you <laughs> and shoot, and shoot zombies. the zombies. So the bottom line is you have to look at it that way. If, if somebody comes wa- walking up and they're not threatening to you, they probably just want to help and they probably just want to get in the shootout with you. Not against you. They want to be with you shooting towards whatever you're shooting at. So all I'm saying is if you're a cop and you're watching this, you might want to just keep that in mind. If you see some guy running up with a chest rig on and a Tavor, he probably wants to help. Yeah, I mean, you know, chest rig and a building LEM2 or whatever. I mean, I, I keep shotgunning my truck all the time, you know, just for such situations but, that might arise. But I again, mean, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is you don't, you don't want to let those good intentions sour the situation. And again, it's Murphy's Law. Uh, knowing when, you know, like Sitting Bull. You know, mm-hmm. when Sitting Bull was a child, you know, and, get, and into adulthood, you know, Sitting Bull was known for knowing when to run and when to fight. He would only fight if the situation benefited him. Otherwise, he would flee. Yep. He saw no honor in running away from a fight because he, he knew he meant more to his troops being alive as mm-hmm. a leader than dying making a foolish decision. So yep. think about that in your everyday life. You know, when Murphy's Law knocks on your door, when the execution and planning phase starts to come together and those good intentions start to, you know, you have to cash that check. Be mindful that sometimes it's okay to back down if the situation is going to be made better by you backing down. Don't, don't be afraid to run from a fight. Don't be afraid to remove yourself from a situation. Sometimes that might be the needed yeah, I action. Mean, okay, it's a choice between, you know, okay, protecting your family or whatever or just being macho and running into a fight that really you could... You could get away from. You could remove yourself from. You know, I mean, what what's the better action in that case? I mean, depending on the situation. Well, the thing is, is in a highly stressful situation, and I've learned this firsthand, and I'm not going to talk about anything specific because it just doesn't matter. But I've learned that in a stressful situation, when seconds count, sometimes a split second to really think about something can make the next thirty seconds turn out a lot different. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to assess the situation and really think about it. I mean, I'm not saying write an essay on it before you make the decision and turn it in for draft or something, but analyze the entire yeah, situation. Don't, don't, an, like, don't psychoanalyze everything, but, but just that little voice that's in the back of your head, it's there. Okay, we all have it. Little angels on your shoulders or whatever it might be, a devil on one or angel on the other. We all have that, that conscience to us that tells us when something doesn't feel right or when something is right, when it isn't right, just try to learn to hone that voice to help you make your decisions. If something don't feel right, it's probably not right. So that that's all we're saying. And we all were born with instinct and you know, just 
yep. tend not to use it. So. Yeah, some, sometimes your instincts are right. Sometimes they'll fail you. But mm. more times than not, I think that if, if you just think about decisions that involve firearms, whether it's a shooting that you may potentially be involved with or whatever the case, whatever it may be, even as simple as shooting a deer during hunting season, knowing what's beyond your target, if you miss the deer and the round skips through someone's house and kills an innocent person, guess what? Every bullet has a lawyer attached to it. Mm -hmm. Intentions are exactly that. My intentions might have been to kill the deer, but what happened was <clears> I shot low or whatever, whatever happened, my scope got bumped, it was off, the round dipped up and hurt somebody, collateral yeah. damage. So well, it's just guys, like the, always rem you know, be mindful. Yeah. It's just like the accidents where hunters kill other hunters because they just had buck fever or whatever it was and, and you know, their mind played tricks on them. I mean, exactly. Just, so I hope that we uh, kind of, you know, came up with some thought-provoking ideas for you. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this little chat that we had here. Uh, you know, in case you guys don't know, gun gripes are basically a little video that we put together where we talk about things that happen in the 2A community, whether it's laws, whether it's uh, kind of more philosophical videos like the one that we just made. Uh, sometimes we just, uh, we just complain about crap. That's kind of how uh, Barry and I started Gun Gripes early on. Sadly, uh, Barry's not with us anymore, but Chad's kind of uh, taken up the torch and has tried to help me you know, continue on with Gun Gripes. It's, it's been hard to keep uh, the Gun Gripes consistent. We used to post them about once every week. Uh, now we're lucky if we can get one out about every two or three weeks. Well, I mean, also, we used to be at the shop a lot more, too. And yeah. You know, so it's just, you know, production schedules and things like that. Just staying yep. more busy with the channel just forces Absolutely. away. So. Well, if you guys like this concept, you know, please let us know. I know some of you guys are a fan of Gun Gripes. Some of you guys watch every single episode, and we greatly appreciate that. Because believe me, I've gotten tons of emails. We're like, hey, man, where's the gripes? Where's the gripes? More Gun Gripes. We do have more on the way. Uh, we, we promise we'll try to make them fun and interesting and, uh, mo more importantly, thought-provoking. I mean, the whole idea, you want, the, the, or I want these types of videos to, to kind of make folks think about things that they're doing. I only want to improve what people are doing. I would never want someone to walk away from any of my videos going, well, dang, now I'm second-guessing myself doing that. No, don't second-guess yourself. <clears throat> but all we're saying is just just think a little bit. Well, open your minds and remember, I mean, neither Eric nor myself are experts in it. No. I mean, gun gripes, I mean, we, we talk about what we want to gripe about. Yep, five minutes before we do it, if yep. not shorter amounts. Yeah, none of this stuff's rehearsed, guys. <laughs> you know, we we um, I always try to walk away from every single day learning something. Yep. I mean, that's an important thing. My grandpa taught me that growing up. I mean, if you go to bed that night and you're thinking about everything that happened in your day and you didn't learn something, that's a problem. You yeah. need to learn something every day, even if it's trivial, because the way our minds are, are wired and the way we're wired as people and the way that we retain information. You know, your mind is like this huge computer that goes, eh, that's not important. Nope, that's not important. Yep, I'm just going to throw that in the shredder. Like, yep, I don't need to remember that. But there are things that your mind every day remembers that it needs to know for the following day. It, it, it categorizes things. So always make sure your brain has something to put in that drawer and go, oh, oh well, n now that I'm keeping. That's important. Poof. Mm -hmm. So always learn something. So How about the uh, wing velocity of an African sparrow? I wouldn't know that. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Monty Python. All right, anyway, guys, we appreciate you watching today's video. Uh, tune in for more. Hopefully, you know, we'll keep the gun gripes going as long as we can. And, you know, we, if you guys watch them, we'll make them. Uh, thanks for watching again. We'll catch you next time. Take it easy, guys.